Welcome to another episode of Nard Knows. Of course, I'm your host, Nard Davis Jr., and I am in my humble abode for this episode, but it's still going to be lit. I got my guy, Cam Johnson, Northwestern wide receiver, and he's preparing to take on the Utah Utes in the Vegas Bowl this Saturday. But before we jump into that, I got to give credit to my sponsors, Humble University, Zoom Bang Protection Gear, and associating with the Ron McBride Foundation. And can't forget, I have a new addition to the gang, Fulvic Ionic Minerals. Up your game with this dietary supplement. It'll keep you healthy and it speeds up recovery. I have a promo code, of course. Stay tuned for that. But without further ado, I will bring in my guy, Cam Johnson. And of course, he's a wide receiver and I'm a former wide receiver, so I can't wait to dive into that. Man, how are you doing today, Cam Johnson? I'm good. I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on here. I appreciate you taking the time, man. It's been some time uh, for us to like really get this in motion, so I appreciate your patience, man. Uh, but you're in Vegas right now. Uh, what is what has been like so far? Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's we've been able to sort of just explore the city, uh, lose some money, win some money, whatever whatever guys <laughs> have done so far, um, and then just spend some time. So it's been good so far. Okay, okay. So you got the bowl game. That means you, as a team, you guys, you know, won enough games to you know go to a bowl game. But let's talk about prior. You you had a couple stops before you got to where you are now. Uh, starting off with Vanderbilt, you know, and then going to Arizona State. Talk about that journey a little bit. Yeah, so uh, obviously I stayed at Vanderbilt my first four years. Um, was lucky enough to be able to stay home and play in front of family and friends for four years um, and graduate from Vanderbilt. So it's definitely a place that I'm always going to have love for. Um, you know, just um, met some of my best friends there. Um, and I feel like I had a pretty good career there. Obviously, I got hurt my freshman year. Um, and so that was tough in my first career start. Uh, and then we sort of sophomore year was a decent year. Junior year was probably my best year there um, statistics wise. And like, I think I had around like 500 and some yards and 50 catches in nine games. So I averaged that out to like a 12 game season. It was around like 700, 800 yards. Um, and so then thinking after my junior year, like I'm going to go have a good senior year, get a new coaching change. Um, and so obviously the, the season just didn't go as well as it had the year prior. And so I felt like with them being in sort of rebuild mode um, and with me trying to have aspirations to play at the next level, I needed to get out of there. So I transferred um, and I was a guy who was like saying I needed to graduate from Vanderbilt because, of course, it was going to end someday. So I waited until after the spring. Um, that sort of hurt recruitment. Um, people, a lot of schools who reached out early on sort of found their found their guys uh, before the before spring or before the summer came around. So um, whenever that the time came, it was really between Arizona State and Utah, funny enough, um, I took a visit to Utah and, and it came down to those two schools. Um, and I chose Arizona State, obviously. Um, and you know, that was a tough year. Um, obviously I didn't have the year that I wanted statistic wise or playing time wise. Uh, we lost our coach in the middle of the season, things like that. And so 
for me, it just felt like I needed another fresh start um, and I needed to go somewhere where I felt like there was sort of some stability and where I, there was a need for a guy like me uh, to come in and play immediately. So, How beneficial is the transfer port, especially with all the changes that they implemented now? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I mean, really big. I mean, I think that a lot of times fans don't love it, um, but for the athletes themselves, it's good. It gives guys a chance to sort of put themselves in better situations, whether that be on the field, um, off the field. I know there's um, some guys who go through legitimate mental health reasons they need to transfer, or maybe they need to get back closer to their family. There's unforeseen circumstances, things like that. Um, so I just see that see it as a benefit all the way around for a uh, multitude of reasons, honestly. Okay. Okay. And so this season with Northwestern, man, you know, the last four games you had a tutty, you know, so you coming from a different environment, it takes a little while to get to know your quarterback, him to get to know you, your tendencies, all those things that, you know, work into football. You finally started to figure it out a little bit statistically, you know, what has been the season like been like? Uh, it's been great. I mean, I feel like this team and uh, has done a good job of getting better each week. I mean, earlier in the year, um, I mean, the record shows we, we weren't finishing games or we weren't starting games fast enough, things like that. And I think that throughout the season, we've gotten better and better. Um, to your point about the the connection you have with your quarterback, I think that that was spot on. I mean, Ben came in the summer, so we had maybe a month or two and then fall camp to sort of figure it out. Um, and so lately, we've been able to go through a whole season. We've been able to see every look known to man when it comes to um, – running different routes and against different coverages and things like that. And it's gotten to the point now where um, he knows where I'm going to be. I know where he expects me and sort of the timing that he expects me at. Um, and so now it's sort of just able to, we're able to go out there and put the work in. Um, and I think that's sort of shown on the stat sheet. It definitely shown on the stat sheet. So uh, what would be the biggest impact for you on and off the field, whether it be coaches or parenting? Like what, what is your foundation built off of? Uh, I think first and foremost, it'd be my mom, uh, super close with her, you know, single mother since I was really born. Um, and so just she's always been sort of my rock and sort of my foundation or uh, motivation whenever it comes to football and why I, why I want to make it so big in the game, just to be able to pay her back. Um, but I would also say just teammates, uh, my trainer back home, Jeremy Holt's been a really big influence on me um, football wise for sure. And then when I've gotten here, it's just been the guys. I think this is the closest I've ever been with a with a full team. Um, and because of that, I'm able to sort of go out there and put my get my all every week and sort of put my body on the line. What is the biggest lesson you learned so far in this journey of college football? I would say nothing's expected and you got to work for everything. I think I learned that after my junior year when I'm expecting to come out and have a great year. I think maybe I, I let my foot off the gas a little bit. Um, and since then, it's just been getting back to what sort of got me here, just continuous work, being the hardest, one of the hardest working guys on the team. Um, and so those would be the two big lessons I, I, I could say. Okay, okay. Now this bowl game, the Vegas Bowl, how excited were you and the team to find out where you guys were heading and who you were playing? Oh, we were excited. I'll say since we were five and five, we were always saying like, we got to get to Vegas. And we we knew we had to go seven and five to probably get to Vegas. Um, and so that was a big motivating factor. Um, and then we we just wanted to go somewhere warm, honestly. So that was that was definitely fun for us when we figured it out. Um, all the guys were excited, everybody's texting. Um, and then we saw we got to play a team like Utah, who I think all of their losses are the top 25 teams. Uh, we know the sort of pedigree that Utah has and the 
the program that they've built. So for us to be able to go out and show that um, all the work we've put in, that this program is special as well, and that we're gonna we're gonna to give ourselves a chance to um, sort of launch this program forward for the next couple of years and on a pathway to success. I think there's no better way to end this story that we've been writing this year. Well, I don't want to want you to give away the game plan, what you got planned, but what have you seen on film uh, regarding a pretty stout defense? A lot of guys are missing, but, you know, Kyle Whittingham was going to get them boys ready. Oh, definitely. I think that's something we talked about from day one is that regardless of who we have planned, I mean, they're going to be a disciplined defense. They're going to play physical. Um, and that's something we sort of pride ourselves on as well is that we're going to be, we're going to out physical them. So we know it's going to be um, a very physical game. We know that they've got a lot of, uh, really good front seven, and they got DBs who can um, make sure that they lock up in the back end. So I think that for us, we're just coming out to play our style of ball, you know, be physical, um, do things right. And I think that um, ultimately we're just saying we're going to be able to get open. Um, and so we'll see. What is your identity in your offense? Personally? Uh, well, yeah. What do, throughout the season, you know, everyone has a role. But what is your what is your identity? What, yeah. you, what is your, where's your role? Um, I would say it's gotten a little bit bigger over the year. I think throughout the year, the one thing that Coach Ben's my receiver coach talked to me about from from day one was that I had to be sort of the pit bull of the the, the offense. I needed to be the guy he could turn to to sort of be uh, the physical guy on the team, the guy who can he can say go block this guy, and he knows that he didn't have to worry about it, and sort of just set that tone for the receiver room. So I think that's a big part of my role. I think another part of my role is just um, a third down guy, someone who who they're able to sort of say, you're going to give you this route on third down and we need you to go make the play and get the first. I think that's something I've been able to do. Um, and then just overall, just being a playmaker, um, being able to make guys miss after the, after the catch and sort of turn those into big plays or whether it's going up and catching a 50-50 ball. I think those are something, some things that have been really beneficial for the offense as well. Is there any difference between because you, you played in a couple different conferences? Is there any difference in play because you're going from Big Ten, not even a Big Ten? And I'm originally from Michigan, so I tell people here, like, Big Ten football might be a little different than a Pac 12. Well, what is your perspective? I think it definitely is. I think the SEC is definitely, I would say the SEC is like a mix of the Big Ten and Pac 12. I think that the, the Big Ten is like very hard hitting, very um, a physical brand of football. I think that the Pac-12 is more like finesse and sort of speed kills in that in that conference. And I think the SEC is sort of a mix of both. You've got a lot of really fast guys, but you are also got your linebackers who can come down and hit you. So um, I think all three are great conferences and sort of provide their own sort of um, unique style of football. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, is there any DBs you've played that you was like, Okay, he nice. Or is there any DBs in the league where you like, okay, I knew he was going to go to the NFL? Um, I would say NFL, first one I think of is um, J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn was good. He was a good matchup for me. Uh, I think he was in my class, so I got to match up with him a couple times. He likes to talk trash, which was definitely fun. Um, Derek Stingley was one where when I played him, I was like, oh, he's a good DB. Uh, this year, I would say um there's a db from duke he's a seventh year uh he's a really good um kaylin king was a good db um and so there's been a lot of of guys that i've sort of matched up against that i thought were good dbs but those are the guys that have sort of stuck out any wide receivers that you model your game after any ones that you looked up to growing up 
Yeah, I would say growing up, I looked up to a, a lot of uh, Odell, guys like that. Um, but I would say the guys sort of that I model my game after, um, probably like Julian Edelman, uh, Cooper Cup, guys like that who are really good route runners and sort of, um, I mean, Edelman's able to make plays after the catch, things like that. So just guys like that, I think that uh, for my play style, I have to be really good at sort of getting in and out of breaks, how I set up the DVB and smart, things like that. Um, and so Julian Edelman's been the guy that, I mean, I've had people compare me to and then sort of just took it from there and started watching a lot of his films and things like that. Do you like, do you prefer zone or man? Or are you good I with like, both? Man? I'm cool with both, but I like man. It's nothing like being able to, I mean, if, as a receiver, you got to be confident. So the first thing I think when, I see, when I'm seeing man coverage is I'm going to win every time. So for me, it's, there's nothing better than, than man coverage. What's your favorite route? Top three favorites. Top three. If it's if it, uh, I would say a slant. Definitely, I feel like a slant. I got a lot of time to sort of get the ball, make people miss, and, and probably go score. Um, I would say a go ball, of course. I mean, I love going and getting off top of people's heads, or being able to be somebody deep for a touchdown. Um, and then third, I would say in our offense, probably what we call a Harvey, which is like. 12 to 10 yards coming back down your stem. I feel like I can just sell it well, and it kind of sets up uh, the goal balls. I think I've ran a lot of those this year. So now guys sometimes sort of try and sit on it, and it's able to make my goal balls that much easier because they're just waiting on me to come back. I noticed that you're pretty active on the Northwestern social media. You're interviewing players. They're interviewing you. So you might have, you know, a job in media one day. Uh, where does that confidence come from? Like, is, it, is that always been you? Uh, if you ask my mom, she'll say, yeah, it is. I mean, I think that I'm rather reserved when you first meet me, but it's just something, I mean, growing up, always being, doing goofy stuff on camera, whether it be dance competitions or singing competitions with my cousins. Um, and then growing up, I just love watching college game. Yeah, I love watching Stephen A. Smith on first take or, uh, Shannon Sharp and those guys on Undisputed. Obviously they're together now. Um, but just stuff like that was always something that I love watching. I would literally wake up at eight o'clock after a game day on a Friday, after a Friday night on a Saturday morning, I'm waking up eight o'clock to watch those shows. And so it's something I've always been really interested in. Um, and so being behind the camera and getting interviewed so many times, like growing up in high school and things like that, I sort of got used to it. And, and now it's just like second nature. So it's something that I definitely want to do one day uh, whenever football ends is be able to be. Um, on the other side, not getting interviewed, but interviewing people or maybe I like to I like to argue. So that's why I like the debate shows. I'd love to get on there and argue with people. So uh, what is your favorite play so far this season? Oh, that's a tough one. I would say. The game time catch against Iowa because the place was rocking and it was in Wrigley. That was really awesome. Or. um Maybe my touchdown against Illinois was was also I enjoyed that one a lot. I think that um, it was just a good way to start the game, obviously, and it, it sort of just gave me the confidence throughout the game that I was about to have a big game, which I obviously did. What is your mentality going into these games? Like, how do you prepare, and where are you mentally before those plays even happen? Yeah, I think going into every game, I think throughout the season, it's just been coming from a place of confidence. I think. Um, the coaches and, and the players on the team have given me a good foundation and sort of they give me confidence as well, the way that they believe in me, the way that they come up to me before 
the game and we need a big game out of you or come to me before a play and like we need you to make this play things like that I think I've had that confidence throughout the season um before play it just depends on it depends like sometimes you know like you know this plays for me and so at that point it's like you know you have a little bit of nerves but at the same time it's just like I feel like I play with a little bit of swagger to me um and so I feel like that comes out a little bit more when I know I'm probably about to get the ball okay okay so Vegas Bowl you in Vegas now what is the vibe where is the team at yeah I think that we got here early enough the first two days we were able to sort of you know enjoy the city things like that I think now that we've started to get into the meat of practice and we're a couple of days out I think guys are starting to really lock in um and we realized like when we get done with practice at 2 or 3 p.m every day we've got time to sort of go and enjoy ourselves but sort of I think now the guys are just ready to win I mean we're ready to go out and and finish the season we've started um and one of our goals every year is to win our ball game so we realize that while we are here and it's fun and we have free time that same time we're here to win a football game so and what can we in this what can we expect from you you know this upcoming obviously we can't predict the future but you know when you know and yeah. so where are you now I would say you can just expect me, I mean, make the plays that I've made all season, uh, play as hard as I can. I mean, obviously this is my last college game. Um, God willing, hopefully it's not my last football game, but who knows, it might be. Um, and so for me, it's gonna be going out there and giving my 110% every play, um, knowing that the future's not not set in stone. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to just getting to go out there and compete one last time with these with these guys on the team. but. Also, in my last collegiate football game, I mean, it's been a long six years, uh, but I wouldn't trade it away. So um, just gratefulness, honestly. Gratefulness. And you kind of touched on it. That was my next question. You know, where, where are you mentally, emotionally, spiritually getting ready for such a game that's pivotal to the team, but also meaningful to you? Yeah, I think that as the time sort of progresses and we get closer and closer to the game, it kind of hits a little bit more. I mean, today we're getting off the field and they're saying like, this is our last pad of practice of the season. And it's like, dang, like it's really over with for me. Like this is about to be the end of my college career. Um, and having put so much time into college and just so much time into the game I love, it's definitely emotional. Um, not know what's gonna happen next, but at the same time, I know the, the sort of work that I put in, the type of player I am. And so I feel like I'm gonna get a chance at the next level and I'm gonna get to go live up my dream. So at, while I'm, it's sad and, um, it's definitely, I'm definitely going to miss this part of my life. Um, it's also exciting because I'm about to go to the, to go sort of fulfill my dreams and get myself uh, and that five-year-old little kid who had a dream when he first put on the pads, the opportunity for, to fulfill that, so. Man, a couple more questions for you, man. I appreciate you so much for your time, taking your time out of your schedule to talk to me, man. Uh, what advice do you have for young athletes who may not understand that it really does go by quickly? Yeah, I tell guys all the time, like, you got to you gotta enjoy it. I know sometimes it can be tough. You know, maybe you're not playing or you're not getting the snaps that you want and things like that, um, but enjoy it because it really does fly by. And whether you realize it or not, like, this is, the, this is one of the best parts of your life. I was told that while I was in high school ball, and, and there's times when I look back and I'm like, dang, I do miss high school ball. That was literally the pinnacle of playing football. You're just having fun with your boys that you grew up with. But even here, like, you're going to, make friends for four years, five years, six years, however long you decide to play college football. Um, and you're not going to be able to sort of go back and experience these moments again. So what I would say is just cherish it. Like no matter what your role is, 
uh, find a way to go get better every day um, and ultimately set yourself up for, for a good future. And, you know, speaking of future, man, how do you want people to remember you when it's all said and done? I would say first and foremost, just a, a guy who loved his teammates, was able to go out there and do whatever it took for them to be successful. Um, secondly, I would just say as a playmaker, I mean, I feel like everywhere I've been, I've been able to make plays. Um, even in my limited opportunities at Arizona State, I feel like when there were plays being made, I made them. Um, and so that would be something as received from the receiver aspect. I definitely want people to think of when they think of me, a guy who is going to go and win the 50-50 balls or if, if the team needed to play, like you could go to Cam Johnson for that. Well, man, I appreciate you so much for your time, bro. I, I wish you nothing but the best, man. And we'll definitely be locked in. I'll definitely be watching uh, for sure. Voluntary, involuntary, because I'll be working. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mad I, I'm not able to go to the Vegas Bowl. They're sending someone else, but I will. I did back to a championship like last year, but they're not sending me this year, which is yeah. fine. But it would have been cool to see you in person, brother. But I, I, like I said, man, I'm grateful for your time, man, and, and you continue to have a blessed season. Uh, I, I can't wish you a win. I can't. I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, but you can I wish do, that I do well. I do wish you ball out and do your thing. And I I, I, could, I, I might get flack for saying that, too, because you play a wide, you play the wide receiver position. And I know a lot of those dudes on that defense, they're going to try to, you know, they're going to come at you for sure. But, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron, man. And I would yeah. tell them the same thing, just like I'm telling you, man. Go ball out. Do your thing, man. And represent that last name on your jersey well, brother. Definitely. I appreciate you for sure. I appreciate you having me on today. I've enjoyed it.